smell what the limited edition wrestling figure podcast is cooking. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of the Limited Edition Wrestling Figure Podcast. Special shout out to Squared Circle Jerk on Instagram for that amazing intro. Can't thank him enough for that. The old intro I was using was some song off of YouTube that was non-copyright or something along those lines. Nothing interesting, but Squared Circle Jerk came up with that and I absolutely love it. I'll put the link to his Instagram in the description of this episode. You can check him out. He posts some figure stuff once in a while. And yeah, anyways, this episode is going to be mainly about AEW Unrivaled Series 5. We got official images. I believe it was, yeah, Friday. I want to say Friday it was when we got these images. This set includes Luchasaurus. Jungle Boy, Hangman Adam Page, John Moxley, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky. And then after we take a deep dive into that, I will be doing a special edition interview with Collector Gadget, aka Stash Gordon, one of the top guys in the figure community on Instagram. Uh, his, his link will also be in the description of this episode if you want to check him out. I believe he's getting close to, I want to say, 5,000 followers, so let's get him to the next, uh, <laughs> to his next goal, I guess we should say. I'm not, I'm not even sure what, uh, he's at now. But anyways, towards the end of this episode, me and him will also be taking a Deep dive into Rick Rude figures. We will be going through the history of Rick Rude action figures. Kind of like the incarnation of Domination. But uh, we're going to be going through every single Rick Rude figure. Thought it was fitting because that's his favorite wrestler of all time. So that should be pretty interesting. And without further ado, let's get started. AEW... Unrivaled Series 5. I believe I pre-ordered mine in either February or March. I can't exactly remember when I pre-ordered my set. All I know is it should be here early May. I believe they start shipping. Well, there's there's really no say to that now. Because the, the TNT Championship Cody ringside exclusive was supposed to ship early May. Uh, right now it's or, uh, early April, excuse me. Now it is mid-April, so I don't know what's going on with that. So let's hope early May Series 5 will start shipping out. So as I said, this set includes Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Hangman Adam Page, John Moxley, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky. Now before we get into all of this, I just want to cover something really quickly. There is a lot of hate and a lot of controversy about Jazzwares putting, or I should say remaking wrestlers so early into this line. 
For example, Series 3, we saw the Young Bucks for a second time. Series 4, we saw Kenny Omega and Cody. I believe this is that was Kenny Omega's third figure, and it was Cody's, I want to say he's at, what, 6 or 7 now? Maybe even more? Uh, and then Series 5, we have John Moxley and Hangman Page again, which John Moxley already has two AEW figures, including the uh, 1 of 500 in Series 2, and now he's getting two more. So my honest opinion on that, I don't think they should be doing it so early. If I was in charge, I'd probably be starting remakes around Series 10, probably, at the earliest. Anyways, if the figure is good, I mean, it's not the end of the world. But something that really kind of makes me a little... Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't really, I don't really know what word to use here. Not really angry, but kind of disappointed is Series 6. There's only two figures, only two people we have never got. And that's just, that's just insane to me. Because we're getting Hikrushita... And Jake Hager, those are the two that, uh, their first figures in the AEW Unrivaled figure line. Then we're getting another Chris Jericho. Now, that's okay, because I think, yeah, we've only gotten two Jerichos. Even that kind of sounds a little, a little eh, a little iffy since it's Series 6, only Series 6. But when you... Take it to, we've already got Young Bucks again, we've got Kenny again, we've got Cody. Alright, Jericho makes sense to get his figure again. Something that doesn't make sense to me, MJF. We're getting another MJF. I am not a fan of that in any way. He is in trunks again. At least make a suited MJF. But I mean, just stuff like that, I it, it really upsets me. Same with Lucha Brothers. We're getting Lucha Brothers again. I mean, we... We have the AEW and Rivaled Series 2 Lucha Brothers, and we also have the boss fight ones. I mean, we already have options here. We don't need more. I just don't see a point in putting out these figures so early again, just remakes. But we are going to go over them in this episode. So let's start off with those, actually. So Hangman Adam Page... We are seeing the Series 5 figure. Not, uh, By the way, we do not see uh, a full... What should I say? We only get one image. Like We don't see images of like the sides of the figure or a scale comparison or the back of the figure. Nothing like that. We just see uh, really just a, a signature pose, I should say. So the Series 2 Hangman page... His uh, his attire was the the trunks and the jacket with a bull rope, and he also had like a kind of grinding his teeth. I like to call it face scan. The series five hangman page has the the pants. I think the, I don't think those are supposed to be tights. I think there's uh those are supposed to be pants. He also has a belt, which is pretty cool. And he comes with a beer mug and a little glass. He also has a new bandana. Oh, the uh, Series 2 has a jacket and a bandana as well. So the Series 2 bandana 
goes only goes under the chin of Hangman Page, but the Series 5 actually goes over the face, which is pretty cool. New uh new scan also, new face scan. Uh we don't actually see the face scan because the bandana is covering it in the picture. I believe there was a leaked image of it though, and he just has a uh, his mouth closed. So either way, should look pretty good in person. Only one way to find out though, we just have to wait until they start shipping. But this figure also has a different jacket, I believe. Yes, I think so. I think the only difference is that on the Series 5 jacket, he has a little uh, horse design on the left side, and the Series 2 figure does not have that. The tights on this, uh, or the pants, I should say, the pants on this figure have that white design. Not, not the horse, but uh, the white design you see on his jacket going down the sides of his pants. And the knee pads, actually. He also has black cowboy boots. So pretty similar to the Series 2 figure. Uh, I, as I said, I already ordered these, so there's not really much going back here. I, I don't even know if I can cancel my order. But I'm not going to. I'm going to stick with it. So, to grade this Hangman page... Disregarding the fact that it's a remake... Just this being a figure in general, I think I'm going to give it a, on a scale of 1 from 10, I think a solid, solid 8 is good on this figure. I mean, I, I don't really like how the, the pants are, I mean, that, that's, that's kind of a little too much if they gave us a soft goods pants. I guess painted on is perfectly fine. Yeah, I guess eight is eight is okay. I think it's fair because we did see leaked images of the face. Not the best face ever. I like the series two face better. So I'm gonna give this hangman page a solid eight out of ten. Let's also cover the one of five hundred variant while we're at it. So this is pretty much the same thing, except he has a different bandana. Um He's wearing trunks, I think a different jacket, if I'm not mistaken, and he also has, um, oh, what do you call him? The the things you, uh, Shawn Michaels used to put over his tights in his entrance, I forget what it's called, uh, hopefully you guys know what I mean. I really don't know what they're called. <laughs> Anyways... I think this Hangman page gets, uh... Once again, disregarding, we already got a Hangman page before. I think I'm gonna give this one a... I'll give him an 8 out of 10 as well. It's pretty solid. I do like the little, uh, the pants accessory there. Oh, also I would like to mention how the belt is actually very, very well done. A lot of detail in the little belt buckle there of the Hangman Page. Both Hangman Page figures. Just wanted to point that out real quick. Give little kudos to uh, Jazzwares right there. Now let's get into the other remake in this series. It is none other than John Moxley. So the regular Moxley has 
the the face scan is kind kind of like the Hangman Page series too. Now that I think about it, uh, a lot of these figures in this wave looks like they have too much like wrinkles, like they overdid the faces here, too much detail, which we've seen before. Uh, the Matt Jackson kind of looks in series three, kind of looks like it has a little too much, but this one does, uh, I think so. So the teeth kind of like the, the teeth grinding, the open mouth, um, uh, teeth grinding face scan. He has, uh, hair kind of, it's not, it's not like the, um, the series two one. I actually have the series two Moxley right next to me right now. The hair on his forehead that's like coming down. It's instead of like a big chunk of his hair, it's like a like singular pieces of hair. Don't know how I feel about that. I did see someone uh edited it out. They like got rid of the um the little hairs to see what it looked like and it looked a little bit better. So face scan not the best. I like the series 2 one over this. But anyways, the pants have it's a, it's like a yellow, gray, and white camo. A little bit of black in there, too. He also has the short black boots. I'm a big fan of these pants, actually. I really like the design. Um, by the way, all of these figures are, in fact, triple-jointed elbows and knees. Always love to see that. Jazzwares really exceeds expectations with the uh, articulation on these figures. But I, I just think the, the pants, the pattern is just very nice. And the colors just pop with the little chunks of yellow in there. This Moxley also comes with the AEW World Championship. I think this is the fourth time we're getting it with a, in a figure. Because we got it in Series 1 with Jericho. Series 2 with Moxley. Seri oh no, this is, the, this is the third time. Uh, so we got it with Jericho in Series 1, Moxley in Series 2, and now Moxley in Series 5. You like to see it. Love to get belts in figure form. I think the jacket is, in fact, the same jacket as the Series 2 figure. The front is the same, at least. I don't know what the back looks like. They don't show us, uh, pictures from the behind. Overall, I think I'm gonna give this figure, uh... 7 out of 10. I would do a 6 because of the face scan. But the pants really, they really catch my eye here. So this Moxley is going to get a 6 out of 10. Moving on to the 1 of a 1,000 Moxley. Now I think this one, I don't know. It's It's pretty equal in my opinion because... The pants are not the same pattern. Instead of the yellow, gray, white, black camo, they are like green, brown, and yellow and black. Still cool, but doesn't really pop as much as the other one. Um, same jacket, I want to say. Once again, not getting images of the back. He also has... Now, this is one of the big things about this figure that I enjoy. He has a soft goods shirt... And it has the skull with paradigm shifts across the forehead of it. Which I love that shirt and it looks even better in figure form. The head sculpt, 
I think, so he has an eye patch over his eye from his feud with Jericho and the rest of the inner circle. So we will be, I believe this is matching, uh, I think it's from the same match with Santana, when he pokes Santana's eye out. And Santana had the uh, eye patch too, even though that doesn't really make sense, because Santana didn't have the eye patch in that match. Anyways... I think the eye patch is removable. If not, they'll probably give us interchangeable heads. Uh, the hair is a little bit different. The the um, singular hairs is kind of to the side instead of front and center. Looks better than the other one. So does the uh, the face expression on this one. It's just a straight up open mouth instead of like the teeth grinding. So I do like this one better. Then the other one, the when it comes to the face, the face sculpt, I do not like the attire. So pretty much, if someone can uh can put this the entire top of this Moxley on the pants of the normal series five, then uh, that's it. You got you got me right there. Let's move on to the rest of series five. We got Luchasaurus. This figure, I mean, we didn't even see images. We just knew we were getting a Luchasaurus in Series 5, and we knew it was going to be Toyetic. By Toyetic, I mean, if this was not a wrestling figure, it would still be awesome and just look like just an amazing figure, really. Um, so the mask is the green and gold mask. Pops very nicely. Also has the gold horns on there. Um, green tongue, too. I love that so much. The green tongue. Uh, the face sculpt is... Or the head sculpt, I should say. It's uh, him with his tongue out. Mouth open and his tongue out. We also see a little bit of his beard coming out through the bottom. He has the long hair coming down on his shoulders. And he has the, the green streak on the right side. He also has the, the green painted fingertips. I'm not sure what that's really about. Someone, someone, someone's probably yelling at me right now, ex trying to explain it to me. He also has the, uh, I guess we call it wrist gauntlets. He has green and gold wrist gauntlets. Looks like there's some... Looks like there's uh, some design on the other side. We're really limited right here with uh, these images because we can't tell exactly what's going on here but we get a good idea now the tattoos are amazing as well the tattoo work is just incredible so he has the uh that ta the tattoo that's kind of on the left side of his chest and his uh his stomach flowing on to his left arm looks incredible as i said and then also on his right chest, the right part of his chest. Yeah, I think that's I think it's part of the same tattoo if I'm not mistaken. And uh we can see a little glimpse of the tattoos on his back. He also has the belt with the little loincloth on it. The black belt with gold outline also has that little green design on the front. Kind of like a little U shape. Now, the tights, I think, really pop with this figure because the tights are like a blue leopard print. And I just think the blue, the light blue 
pops with the gold and the green. I think it looks very, very nice. We also got golden knee pads and golden kick pads. I don't think we have ever gotten the uh, the Johnny Gargano, uh, what do you call it? The little Johnny Gargano treatment where the kick pads kind of just like stop three-fourths of the way and they just paint it on the legs instead of sculpting it on. So, shouts to Jazzwares for that, not letting us down. He also has gold tassels on the back of his leg and knee pads, both legs and knee pads, I believe. So this Luchasaurus, no question, is going to be flying off shelves. This is most definitely, no question, a top contender for figure of the year. I believe right now, my figures of the year so far is definitely this Luchasaurus, uh, Darby Allen Unrivaled Series 3, and Vader, a Legends Series 10. Those are like my top three right now. So, I definitely recommend getting this from ringside. Even if you don't want the others, if you can only pick one, I would definitely get this Luchasaurus. No questions asked. Best figure in this set. This might even be one of the best figures in the line overall. I mean, it's it's really unbelievable. So let's move on to his tag team partner, Jungle Boy. So Jungle Boy, I mean, he doesn't really have as much to his attire. Uh, this figure has the grayish-brown trunks, black knee pads, and the brown with black spots on his boots with kind of like the, the leave pattern going down the boots. He also has his brown and black wrist gauntlets matching his boots. Uh, the the face scan is something we have to talk about because this face scan is just awesome. Jazzwares is killing it with these two. I mean, if you look at this face scan, I mean, there's no one else you see but Jungle Boy. It it is exactly like Jungle Boy. He has the long brown hair. I believe this is the same torso and chest piece as the Darby Allen figure, which in my opinion matches. I mean. Even if it is, it still matches. Uh, if, it, if it does or if it, um, if it is or if it isn't, what am I saying here? If it is the Darby Torso or if it isn't the Darby Torso, no matter what, it matches Jungle Boy. Triple joints everywhere around. Uh, he also has the, uh, the hands so he can kind of put it on his forehead and look around. Something I'm super pumped for with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus is the fig photographer is going to put Jungle Boy on his on Luchasaurus's shoulders and snap a nice picture of that. That's just going to look so incredible. These figures, very, very nice. Uh, my Luchasaurus grade is going to be 10 out of 10. I think there's this figure is just flawless. Jungle Boy, I'm going to say 9.5 because, I mean, Jungle Boy is kind of his no offense, but his attire is kind of bland. But I mean, that's not really Jazzwares' fault or anything. So nine point five out of ten for Jungle Boy, ten out of ten for Luchasaurus. Let's go to the final two figures in the set. Another tag team: Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian of SCU. I do wish we got 
Christopher Daniels as well. I would have taken out... I'd probably... Hmm. I'd take out either Moxley or uh, or Hangman Page to put in Christopher Daniels just because we got them already and we need Christopher Daniels matching with SCU. So I'm going to say it's going to be a while until we get a Christopher Daniels because think about it. If we get a Christopher Daniels, it's not going to be the same attire most likely as these SCU uh, Frank Kazarian and Scorpio Sky figures. Because, well, when they were tag team champions, Christopher Daniels wasn't around. Christopher Daniels was injured. So he didn't really have much matching gear with them uh, at that time. So I do not be surprised if we do not get a Christopher Daniels for a long time. Because I don't think they'll be pumping out another Scorpio Sky nor Frankie Kazarian anytime soon. I'm going to say either we're going to get a three-pack or maybe unmatched. We'll be getting them. Uh, we might get a single Christopher Daniels. I hope so. Maybe Series 7, we get a match in Christopher Daniels. That that would probably be the best possible thing to do here. Anyways, let's get, uh, let's get started with Frankie Kazarian. So both figures actually come with the AEW Tag Team Championship belts in figure form. So really, the only belt we will need... I mean, we got the world title. Now we got the tag titles. We got the women's title. We are getting the TN, the first edition, the first version of the TNT title with just the silver plate. I'm going to say we will get one with the gold plates, and then we will get them with the gold plates and the black strap. Because the TNT Cody ringside exclusive is the red strap with the silver plates. First ever, uh, first ever version of the title. Maybe a Brody Lee with the gold plates. I believe he held it with the gold plates. Yeah, I think so. Like towards the end, I would love to see. Um, towards the end of his uh his title run, I meant. Uh, I would love to see a Cody and Brody Lee two-pack with that belt. I think that'd be a great way to get that belt out uh, and include some dog collars uh, as well because we've seen it done by Boss Fight Studios now. Would be awesome to see that. And then the black Tansy title will probably come with a Darby Allen because he's the only one that has held it so far. I'm going to say we're going to get a Darby in either Series 7 or 8. Maybe, you know what, maybe we will get a, a Darby matching with uh, with Sting. Once Sting's figure comes out in Unrivaled, uh, if he does get one, which is most likely, um, we'll probably get a Darby on as well. So, tag team title, as we just discussed. He also has the black long sleeve jacket with the white uh, stripe going down the side. I believe both both sides, actually. He also has the letters SCU on the bottom of the jacket with the zipper. Uh, can't really see the trunks. I can see black with a little gold design there, and that's about it. Black knee pads and black kick pads. Now, the thing a lot of people don't like about this figure is the face. The face is really wrinkly, makes Kazarian look really old. I mean... It, it I have to agree with them. It does. I think they, once again, they overdid it. Or the photography is just a little, um, not the photography, just just how it looks online. 
just doesn't appear the same as it does in person. Only one way to find out, though. Once we get them in hand, that'll be the real, uh, the real review there. So, Frankie Kazarian, from the online pictures, I'm gonna give him a 7 out of 10. I'm not very happy with that face. Plus, the belt, the AEW on the belt, the logo, it looks, like, really yellow instead of... I believe it's supposed to be white, golden white. I don't think it's supposed to be that yellow. Scorpio Sky, on the other hand, looks incredible. Uh, he has the black tights with the gold outline for the S on the sides. He also has a gold stripe going down the side with a white outline. Very nice. The white boots, I think, just make this figure pop even more. He has the white wrist tape and the black elbow pads. The jacket that I love so much, he has... Uh, it's the black jacket with kind of the some white here and there across the front and then kind of on his shoulders. He also comes with the other AEW tag team belt. And the face scan. A lot of people don't like this face scan, but I love it. I think it looks exactly like Scorpio Sky. I'm very excited for these two. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Scorpio Sky. I'm gonna give him a nine out of ten. Elbow pads, they look a little oversized. Face scan, I mean, he kind of looks a little wonky. I mean, but that's the worst I can say about that face scan. That's that's really about it. So that covers AEW Unrivaled Series 5. Jeremy Padauer also tweeted earlier today, Unmatched Series 1, you know what that means. So... Brody Lee in Unmatched Series 1. I think we're going to see it. Jeremy did delete the tweet shortly after. Not sure why. I don't know if they made a change or if he just took it down and see, saw if anyone would catch on or what. I, don't, I really don't know what went on with that. So if we see Brody Lee in Unmatched Series 1, do not be surprised because I think that's our little hint there, our little clue I will be very pumped if we do get that figure. Uh, we're definitely getting a Brody Lee, and if we get multiple, even better. So, that covers the AEW side of this podcast. The final, I want to say 20 to 30 minutes, will be my discussion with Stash Gordon, a.k.a. Collector Gadget. Hope you all enjoy, and let's head on to the interview. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 2 of the Limited Edition Wrestling Figure Podcast. I just talked about AEW and Rivaled Series 5, but now I am here with someone that's very infamous, I guess we could say, on Instagram. Mr. Collector Gadget, a.k.a. Stash Gordon. How are you doing tonight? Hello. Good to, good to be here. Took us a while, but we're we're finally we're finally getting there. Finally getting there. I was fell asleep when we were supposed to record the first time watching uh Jake Paul make a name for himself. Oh jeez. Those boxing right. <laughs> oh man. Well, instead of getting into uh into the, that garbage, today I thought it would be very appropriate to talk about the history of 
Rick Rude's action figures. So there has surprisingly only been 10 Rick Rude's ever. Starting in, what, mid-80s LJN started? LJN, I believe, started 80... Don't quote me on this, 86 to 87. Um, I know it ended in... Yeah, it ended in 89, because that's when Series 6, the the infamous um, Black Card uh, series, came out. Mm -hmm. So from there, and then to today which is the most recent, is the SummerSlam Elites. So anyways, I brought the biggest Rick Rude mark on Instagram and probably (laughs) in the entire world on this podcast to talk about every single Rick Rude figure. Some of these are really good. Some of these are some of the worst figures I've ever seen. Oh, absolutely. Without further ado, I think we should get started. So the first ever Rick Rude figure was the LJN Rick Rude. Now, I know for a fact you have every single Rick Rude uh, loose. Yes. But basically, you do have every single Rick Rude figure. I have every single Rick Rude figure as well as a couple custom, just one custom, actually. I had a, um, a custom Maximum Sweat Rick Rude uh, made for me uh, by a gentleman couple months ago came out looking really good and i'm actually waiting for a um masters of the wwe universe rick rude oh wow uh, which is i know i'm trying to get all of those sort of miscellaneous waves uh with a with a custom at rick rude i i doubt they'll mattel will be doing it so mm-hmm. gotta get it done somehow <laughs> i remember the other day you posted about this wcw galoob rick rude and you thought it was real, and I, I search up on Google, custom Rick Rude figure, first thing that comes up is that galoob. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I had a heart attack. I was, I was, I was like, how did I miss this I after know. all this time? The picture you put up, it was like really zoomed in and stuff, and then the one I found on Google was like zoomed out, and it said like something customs and all that customs stuff. Customs right on top, yeah. <laughs> and I just send it to you, I'm like, man, it's, it's not legit. It's, it's insane. Um that wcw has all of these figures they made a couple different figure lines from what from what i'm aware of and i see them in the in the shop where i work usually sometimes too you got buff bagwells you got flash funks you got all of these and you don't have rick rude and he was such a prominent member in wcw it it, it blows me away that they they not even once made a figure of him yeah, and even like a WCW Rick Rude in the like elite line or in the just any Mattel. Exactly. WCW Rick Rude. He was arguably I would say more he was better used. He was he was better used in, in WCW by far than WWF. Well WWF is responsible for every single figure of his. So the LJN, let's talk about the LJN. So the LJN Rick Rude, as we said, I think came out in, it was was Black Card, correct? Uh, Black Card, Series 6, so it would have been 89. Uh, He would have been released. So this Rick Rude came in the blue, black, and purple tights with the uh, pink boots. And I'm pretty sure... Was there a variant? 
there was not a variant. I know there was a lot of LJN variants with with painting and stuff, yeah, like but Iron um, Sheik with the different boots and tight combinations and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. No. From 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 what I'm aware of, uh, there's just one Rick Rude LJN. Um, horrible posing. Get that out of the way right off the bat. <laughs> He's pulling his tights up, mm -hmm. and it's. I don't know. As a as a kid, I'm, I'm happy I wasn't alive in the uh, the late '80s because I I don't know how I would have, have played with that thing. It is statues like the Furies, which we'll get to. <laughs> oh God! So I know you probably haven't really thought about this. Maybe you have. Where do you think this LJ and Recruit goes on your ranking list of the top or of the ten that have been released? I would say, even though it's not the best looking by far, and obviously there's no articulation because it's just a giant piece of rubber. Yeah. Um, I will say it's for somebody collecting a a superstar that has that limited amount of releases. It, that's sort of the the grail of my collection because it, it cost the most. It was the hardest for me to to pull the trigger on. And uh, when I finally got it in, I, I, as useless as it as it would be if I was a, a kid and, and looking to play with it or anything like that, it, it still does stand out in the collection. I, I would probably put it sentimentally at maybe top three, but if if we're being fair and, and partial here, I'd say as a figure, it's probably eight, seven or eight. Yeah, I mean, you also have to think at the time this was probably just insanely cool, like. This oh, is probably absolutely. like ultimate additions to us now or something like that. Exactly. I think that was the one of the first waves of uh wrestling figures to come out. I know the territories had those kind of uh smaller yeah, He-Man looking side ones, did, I believe. Yep. And yep. there were also those ja uh Japan ones. I don't the <laughs> way to uh the, the, there's a lot of uh controversy with those just because they're so rare and no one really knows what came out. Oh yeah. So this, I feel like this is the first really established figure. Yeah, especially for WWF too. Once it was, you know, the worldwide. Once wrestling sort of went worldwide on, you know, television and stuff. McMahon started snatching all the superstars out of territories. It yeah. was probably a a huge deal for those to come out. I'd probably say they'd probably be one of the best selling figures of that time frame because everyone's probably snatching them up. So. Mm -hmm. All right. So that figure came out. And then a couple years later, we saw the Hasbro Recruit, which I which series was it? Series one, I believe. Oh, so series one. So this figure, pretty similar to the LJN, actually. Uh, this Hasbro had purple tights with a few black stripes on it also had purple and white boots the posing i mean it was better than the ljn also at the time this was probably just an insane improvement to the ljn just because he had the little action feature where he could uh kind of flex his arm but what are your thoughts on this figure and where do you rank it so this figure i remember I was in Rhode Island at a place called um, Toy Vault, and they had a, a big glass display case, and they had a bunch of like the older wrestling figures in there, and I was like, oh, I'll take a look. 
And I saw it not knowing it was a Rick Rude figure off right off the bat, but I was like, this guy looks like Rick Rude. So I bought him and I ended up looking up and going, oh, wow, it is Rick Rude. He doesn't really, aside from the mustache and the mullet, it's 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 another Rick Rude where they kind of missed the gun on giving him those, you know, colorful tights that everybody knows him for, you know, mm-hmm. the, the airbrush designs and everything oh, like yeah. that. Um, to my knowledge, um, those tights are the ones he wore when he began um, his feud with Jake Roberts. I think they were actually the tights he had on when he went to uh, hit on his wife at ringside. Mm-hmm. And she slapped him, and that started the whole infamous feud. So I think that's why they chose them, because uh, mm-hmm. that was probably the thing that brought him into relevance at the time. But for the uh, for the action feature, for uh, the action feature, I thought it it makes sense. I mean, you can do the rude awakening with it um, if you if you pull it up. I don't know if it's supposed to be more of like a headlock punch kind of thing. I don't. I don't um, know if it's supposed to be like just a flex or something, just flexing his arm. Yeah, well, the the left arm. If you look at the the arm that comes across his body, not that's hooked out, but yeah. the one that's more in, oh, it's yeah. um you pull it back and it snaps forward, so it does kind of a more of a punching motion. And then the one on the right, his right arm goes up and down. Okay, I'd be too afraid to pull either of those. It would probably snap off. Oh, sure, I am too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he just he sits on the. So this Rick Rude is uh, I'd say. For the for the time that the LJN and the Hasbros came out, I'd say the LJN was probably better than this Hasbro. But where do you really rank it on your scale? I would agree. I would say the the LJN is better than the Hasbro just because that series one of the Hasbros, the the Hasbros in general, are to me a lot more toyetic than the LJNs. They they look amazing, especially mint on card. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you can tell that the LJN is supposed to be Rick Rude. The, for some reason, the Hasbro, it it doesn't look like him. It The hair's yeah. too dark. There's something about it. He looks kind of Chinese. And I, <laughs> I I never can see it. And it always kind of, it's it glares out at me in my in my little Rick Rude shrine that I have up in, the, in my collection. Where it, it just looks out of place because it doesn't look like all the other... Uh, renditions of rick rude that they've made yeah that, that's that's fair so here's the thing about that we so that figure came out in 1990 i believe or 91 somewhere around there i think 90 i think they right when they ended ljns they kind of hopped into the uh because hasbro's were obviously hasbro's ljns that's they must have just swapped licenses or something yeah. and, and that was their first crack at uh at the figures mm-hmm. So, we actually have to fast forward, what, how long? 16 years? 16 years. Until, <laughs> what, 2007 was the the next Rick Rude figure, which was the Classic Superstars Series 13. Which is insane to me. I don't know how they didn't make a... Um, even, even a... They could have pulled off a Jax one with... D, uh, DX recruit maybe absolutely they, there's so much they could have done in that 16 year time gap and it's until because I think 94 was when he had to retire and then obviously he 
passed away 99 but he was pretty active until then you know in the managerial role with dx and i think he was on ecw for a bit too yeah but yeah i mean 16 years uh between the two sets yeah it was i just did the math uh 16 years until we got the next recruit figure so this recruit i mean the improvements are just sky high i mean Classic superstars are one of my favorite lines in general. Still today, even with the elites, classic superstars still uh, come on top over the elites. So, Recruit Classic Superstars Series 13. Um, probably the best, no question, the best uh, job on the tights, the best deco they've done since uh, out of the three that have came out then. Just the the ravishing going down multiple times and the different colors on the tights. So what are your thoughts on this one? So I agree, a hundred percent. I think I'm trying to I'm trying to think to the other to the other figures because it's it by far to me, I would say the attires is one of my favorite. Um one of the best looking, the sort of bubble font ravishing oh, yeah. going all the way down the tights just colorful just so colorful yeah and that's that's what you want to get that's what you as a rick rude fan up until that point you know if you were around for the ljns and the hasbros that's what you wanted with those figures you know that that brought the personality out you know more than just a, a you know purple pair of tights you know you're finally yeah. sort of giving them that airbrush look uh that, that people know them for and you know the the face scans jack's face scans always used to be a hit or a miss i don't mind it it came with the um it was the first rick rude figure to actually come with an accessory um not just the robe but also an intercontinental title yeah uh, so i thought that was great um i would i would rank the figure high up i mean it, it absolutely has its faults but i think actually I think I have this is this is the only figure that I, I have uh mint on card as well as loose because I, I did buy a, a mint on card just because I love the classic superstars uh uh boxes so much oh, yeah. as well. So I'd say this is as you said, definitely up high on the ranking. I mean first Rick Rude with the actual jacket, which is I mean, can't really blame them. It was 80s and 90s. They didn't really have accessories, and they weren't. Really oh yeah, they they wouldn't have been able to pull the robe off either way with the uh, with either of those yeah. other figures. And it'd, it'd be a weird angle to like have his arms like that in the robe. Yeah. So, where does this fall on the list? I don't want to say one just yet because obviously there's still seven seven or so figures to go yeah. but i i would say top three i'll put it at two for now and then possibly revisit it for a one depending okay. on, on how i'm feeling about later uh later entries so the next figure actually came out very very close um to this one so that one came out in 2007 the original classic superstars one the Deluxe Classic, I want to say, came out in 2008, maybe? I th think 
Somewhere, I think oh, so. Two, um, 2007, 2007. Wow, so same year the Deluxe oh. Classic came out. Um, really towards the end of the Jack's uh, license ship. So, Series 3 of the Deluxe Classics offered Rick Rude. So this Rick Rude, I mean, the articulation of the Deluxe Classics were just insane for this time period. You had, I mean, you could move your hand, like the hands up and down. Um, I don't, uh, triple or uh, double jointed elbows didn't even exist. But I mean, the leg articulation was pretty insane. Uh, you had ab crunch, finally. <laughs> what was that? You had ab crunch finally. I think the deluxe ones were the the first ab crunch in in the uh, WWF figure line, right? Uh, that sounds about right. I mean, they're the same style as Ruthless Aggression, so most likely, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know if this belongs higher than the regular classic, simply because the attire is pretty basic. I mean, instead of the nice red robe we have a black one and the tights are green and then there's just a little kind of picture of him a little uh image of him kind of towards the crotch piece so where does this one fall and what are your thoughts on it for me it falls pretty low um just based off especially if it was made the same year uh you you set the bar so high aesthetically with with that classic superstars with with you know just the the amazing print on the tights and everything and you followed up with just sort of the lime green tights with his face on them mm -hmm. the the figure itself looks and it might have just been a uh, a deluxe or not a deluxe uh, the um ruthless aggression yeah the deluxe series yeah it might have just been that kind of thing with the figure line but the figure looks incredibly lanky um it I don't know. I mean, I would I would rank it low just because the same year you got a great looking Rick Rude, and then you kind of go back and just give a very plain green tights uninspired kind of look to it. If they, if they nailed that the tights out of the park, because that's the first thing I look at with a Rick Rude figure, because that's going to be the selling point. I mean, Jack's face scans were were up in the air. You know, even the uh, even the classic superstars one wasn't too amazing as long as it has the mullet and the mustache i'm happy but i i would rank it low i mean i'm I'm looking at a picture of it right now and it's just it's not doing it for me i would probably give it like ninth or something on the list i feel like with this one they said hey we already gave them a good attire let's just try to do uh overdo it with the articulation and see if they just care about that yeah and I mean, it's it's fair. I mean, the articulation obviously is is huge. If I was a kid at the time, I would definitely probably choose it over the classic superstars just because you get all that extra, you know, move articulation. But if they had put that attire on this figure from that classic superstars, they would have knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I would have been most definitely over the moon. So once again. Not far from the previous figure, we got, I want to say, this is probably the worst <laughs> Rick Rude figure we have ever gotten, especially because the time period, I mean, this is right after the Deluxe Classics, which had some, like, the best articulation at the time. Unmatched Fury, 
Rick Rude, which came out in 2008. So, this Rick Rude has, uh, I, I think it's pink, pink tights, I believe. Pictures don't really do too well. Uh, pinkish white tights, and then the black hair on the back of the, uh, wood, black hair coming down the sides, and a little bit on the front. And then on the back of the tights, I believe we see the face of Jake the Snake's Robert. Jake the Snake, Robert's wife, I believe it is. Daryl, I think it is. It's the um, I, to my knowledge, it's the WrestleMania four um look that was with the Elite Forty. Okay. So yeah, we so we actually get this attire later on, I believe. I mean, this really is just a statue. It's pretty much an LJN that was released in the time of uh, some of the best articulation. I mean, probably we've ever gotten, to be honest. Uh, Deluxe Aggression did have some great articulation. So, where does this one fall for you? I would... I would have to say 10th. Yeah, this is definitely towards the way bottom. Very, very up close to, like, if you look at the face, like, in person, it looks terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it looks disturbing. Like, I, 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 it's in the back of my sort of Rick Rude, uh, Rick Rude setup, just kind of pushed to the side over in the corner. And it's uh, d definitely far from being my favorite. Yeah, um, I mean, even the face doesn't look like him, really. To be honest, if you look at it, that does not look like Rick Rude. Um, so, I'm gonna have to agree with you on he is way, 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 way at the bottom. But, on a good note, the next Rick Rude that came out was just... I mean, when you compare this to the Fury, I mean, it's like the Fury doesn't even exist. The Fury doesn't matter. Legends Series so 2 Elite Rick Rude. I mean, this is when Elites first came out. Um, the articulation was just absurd. Like, it was, it was very, very, uh, very high quality. So, this Rick Rude had... Kind of a similar robe to the Deluxe Classic, the black with the little uh, dots on it, little sparkles on it. And then the tights, what, this was the first figure that came with, like the fire tights. So this one yes. definitely has to... SummerSlam 1990, I believe, um, from his match with uh, Warrior. But I mean, this one definitely has to be way like high up on your ranking. It's it's high, but there is a big complaint um, that a lot of Rick Root fans have had where um, great-looking figure, I'll get the positives out of the way first, obviously, mm -hmm. um, his first inclusion in the, uh, the Elite format, um, which is always amazing, great robe. Um, the Legends packaging is, is always outstanding, too, you know, even if you just have it mint on card, which I wish I did, I... I 
Yeah. I didn't pick one up mint on card, and I regret it to this day. Uh, and people, but, people um, are his first figure, these, like today, I've seen people opening like Mister Perfects and all those now. Oh yeah. So yeah, back to you. Where where does this really go? I would say I'm gonna have to say fourth or fifth, based off the fact that they omitted the back of his tights. He has his face on the front of the tights, which is which is accurate to his look. But on the back, he had the uh, sort of the warrior um, spray paint artwork on the back of his tights in real life, not on the back of the figure. And I, I know that lot, rubbed a lot of people the wrong way uh, when they were reviewing it. And it's just, why didn't you put it on? You yeah, know, it's, it <laughs> it's just, just you, you make the whole yellow. figure. Just, just yellow blankness just plain yellow i mean they could have at least put something there i guess they were expecting everyone just to like put keep the robe on it or something and it just wouldn't matter and yeah sweep it <laughs> under the rug or something just keep them but i mean on a good note in box it looks amazing because you can't notice it so yeah, well, exactly, <laughs> if you have a on but I mean, yeah, it's definitely a bummer. That would, I mean, that would probably cause me to put it mid table at like fourth or fifth. Um, That's fair. I mean, great looking figure. We don't have enough short haired Rick Rudes because we just mm. have that, and then the uh, the UK variant, obviously, which is pretty much the same figure. Yeah. But I'm. We were talking before about it. I'm hoping we get some uh, WCW figures down the line oh, yeah. uh, with that short haircut. I mean, the legends. The legends line is back. I mean, there's a pretty high possibility we might get another one so moving on elite 40 uh this is the same attire as the fury and this one <laughs> when you compare this with the fury as i said the the last one just blew the fury away but this one especially since it's the same attire it just i you don't even need to think about the Fury. So this Rick Rude, as I said, literally the same thing, but well, the same attire, just way better articulation, way better scan, all that good stuff. And he also comes with the red robe. So what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, I mean, just like you were saying, night and day better than the uh, than the unmatched Fury. Um, just off the fact alone that it's an elite. Um, I think it looks great. I think the attire definitely pops out a far better representation of that WrestleMania four than, than the, uh, than the fury was. I would, I would rank it higher. I would probably put that around fourth or maybe third on the list. But, um, I mean, I, I have very little complaints other than Mattel and we'll be obviously getting into it within the next few figures is notorious for, recycling previously done Rick Rude attires. And I know WrestleMania 4 is a big moment, so I don't really blame him for doing that. But he's had so many figures, and I think Mattel redid three. Three of those Mattel figures are just redone and refurbished looks from from priors, which which kind of sucks. Because I would hope for more variety over just a, a better version of something that was made in the past. So you said top three about? Probably around th three or four. I'm losing track of where I'm 
yeah. putting the other ones out, but I, 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 I probably say I think I think everything was top three besides that Fury. <laughs> I mean, I would I would put I would put Fury, LJN, and uh, Hasbro probably bottom tier. We should we should have tiered it because <laughs> at least yeah. that way I could. We'll, we'll we'll end up figuring something. We'll end up right. We'll find out. <laughs> So that Elite 40 really held us there for a little while. And then we thought the next figure was actually going to be the flashback basic figure that came out. But you actually found out recently that there was a, or I'd say, what, decent amount of time ago, you found out there was... A UK exclusive steel cage playset, which included Ultimate Warrior and Rick Rude Elites. Now, this Rick Rude is very similar to the Legends 2, except there's a slight variant. You want to talk to us about that? Yeah, absolutely. I actually I posted a picture of my, uh, my Rick Rude collection when I was on the uh, Major Wrestling Pod a long time ago. I remember uh, Brian Myers actually commented and was like why do you have two uh classic um classic rick roots and i was like oh i don't one's the uk variant and they're very similar if you go on ebay and 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 look them up you you probably miss them at first sight too but the uh the flames on the uk exclusive are a uh, a darker red um definitely more of a, a brighter tone to the um to the original um other than that, it's it's carbon copy of the other figure, top to bottom. So really, the only difference is the flames, just different shade of red, I think. Yep, they just darkened the uh, darkened the flames essentially, and then just wow. chucked it out there into the wild. So, I mean, like so, I was saying, like I was saying a couple seconds ago, the um, just them reusing the same, mm-hmm. which I get it. It is SummerSlam 1990. He's not going to have worn another, you know, attire, but it, it, it's just, it sucks <laughs> when it's, yeah. when it's just the same thing over. So I guess this, does this, I mean, I don't know if it really matters, but does this go over or under the, um, legend series too? I would put it over Legends just because of the fact that it's a UK exclusive. It's going to be harder to find naturally just because I'm in the I'm in the states. Yeah. Um, and not a lot of people know about it, so it's kind of like a cool little thing. If somebody's like, "Oh, why do you have two Legends?" and you can just be like, "Oh, there was a UK exclusive." Um, I would love to have the actual uh, box set, like with because it came with a steel cage uh, basic mm-hmm. ring, and then. Obviously, like you said before, um, Rick Root and Ultimate Warrior, but the fact that they were elites in in that set is is pretty awesome. You know, I, I would I would love for them to be making more of those down the road, but um, I would I would put it I would put it a little I would put it above the uh, the legends. Okay, okay. The so the head the scans are exactly the same though. Exactly the same. Right. <laughs> so moving on. I mentioned this a little bit ago. The basic flashback series, Rick Rude. Now, this flash everything with the whole flashback series is just all up in the air. I mean, this series includes, like, the Harley race, which is worth a fortune now, and 
all that good stuff. But this was more of an infamous figure, which uh, not a lot of people actually know there were basics that came out in the flashback series. I actually have the Ted DiBiase one, but there was a Rick Rude that was released. It was part of the Build a Howard Finkel figure uh, little set. And this attire is pretty bare minimum. Uh, the Hasbro attire. Literally the yep. same attire. So where, what are your thoughts on this one? What are your opinions on this Rick Rude? I mean, I... You know, trying to think. It's I'm happy to have a Rick Rude. It's the same face scan as the Elite Forty. I'm pretty sure. I'd I'd have to double check them in the, uh, it the looks collection. Very but, alike. Yeah, very similar. Um, and then obviously just once again recycling an, an old figure look. But I mean, if it's flashback and they're paying homage to the the Hasbro line, I get it. It it sucks. It's a basic. I, I'm never one to like basics just because of the the articulation. I at least like to pose them in the uh, on the display. He's just kind of standing. I think he's holding the Hasbro actually um, on the display. <laughs> but I mean, it's I'm happy to have a Rick Rude figure. I wouldn't rank it, you know, upwards to like the classic superstars level or like some of the uh, the elites. But definitely. De- Definitely better than the, um, you know, the things like the LJN or the uh, the Unmatched Fury. Yep. So where does this one fall? I would say probably like probably like sixth on the list. That's fair. I mean, he's not horrible, but he's not like, oh my god, this is amazing. It's, it's yeah he's not he's not terrible but he's he's nothing like it's not groundbreaking especially coming off you know a series of of legend or um elite articulated rick rudes going back to a basics just kind of like oh you know i'll pick it up on on the way by <laughs> yeah it's like 10 bucks so now for the main events let's let's start off with the the variants actually because I know you like you prefer the regular one over the variants. So Rick Rude SummerSlam Elite Series seventy seven. So the variant was the yellow tights with the Intercontinental Championship, uh, little airbrush on the front. He also had the black and gold robe. I believe we got this. This is the same robe as the Legends 2. Same exact thing, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And he has pink boots. And then the uh, the regular one, pretty much the same thing. Same scan and whatnot. But he has the Ultimate Warrior face paint. A uh, little deco on the front of his tights. And on the back. I mean, this... this Deco is just beautiful. They really did a great job with this one. The flames, the boots, on the back it says feel the heat. It's it's really a beautiful figure. So what are your thoughts on this and the variant? So I love both of them. Um, the variant is obviously a lot more plain, um, which is fair. It's still an iconic look, you know, upon him winning the, the Intercontinental Championship. And then the um, the regular was, I think, SummerSlam 89. Um, 
that it captures. Um, the deco on the tights is, are absolutely amazing, and it's it's what you want from Rick Root figures. You know, like going back to the classic superstars, that's what you want to see. That's what made him stand out, and and the things Mattel is capable of as a company. When they do stuff like that, it gets you excited for down the line what's next, you know, for the next Rick Rude release. Because um, they definitely set the bar high. Um, I thought the face skin was great. I definitely love the uh, the more filled out, puffed out uh, mullet look than the more flat one that you got with the Elite 40. Um, I thought the face skin was a lot more animated. Um, I definitely enjoyed that. He has kind of a, a weird neck or like under chin area. His face looks a little bloated, like he got stung by a bee. <laughs> but it's not bad enough for me to to take points off because it, it still looks like a great face scan. Um, the biggest issue I had when these figures came out, obviously, was they packaged it with the Robon, mm-hmm. and you put that, you put that much effort into putting out one of the best just pure attire looks that I've seen on an elite figure probably ever. And it's just getting all these smudging issues. The, the, the chase figure, which you're paying, you know, 30, $35 for just pretty much yellow tights. Those stains stick out horrible. And I remember thinking I'm going to have to buy two new ones and it's it was such a waste of money that it made me mad at the figures which was kind of unfair because they're still great looking figures but it was just more of a a, obviously a factory uh packaging error that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way but i've bought probably three more of the uh the regulars since then Ah, Uh, yeah i know i Every time I see one, <laughs> I can't help myself. But um, great looking figure. I think in general, and what I would love to see moving forward is buff up the uh, buff up the torso a little bit. Mm-hmm. The the Rick Rudes, especially in the arms, they kind of come across looking more lean than muscular. And I, I feel like he had so much more of a physical presence than than those figures uh, depict. Mm-hmm. So I I. Definitely be curious um, to see if they they adjust you know the torso moving forward. Um, I think that would definitely benefit the figures a lot more. And then you know, likewise, just doing what they did with that uh, Elite seventy seven and just you know delivering some some great decals. I, I think they they'll be capable of putting out some some excellent Rick Rudes in the uh, in the future. But I would I would uh, going back to ranking them. I would, I would rank both of them probably top five uh whatever spots would be left in that in that situation uh would would definitely go to them they're they're great looking figures i i think they're better than the elite 40 in the sense of 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 the face of the face scan and the um i think the skin tones were a little bit different too between those two uh those two sets of figures um but i would put them elite wise probably as my favorite rick root elites uh definitely mattel rick root figures oh yeah So, you were saying how uh, if you could like add a few things to this, what it would be. Something I just wanted to point out. This man was orange. I mean, you look at a, a picture of him. He was so tan. They're kind of they're not really delivering with that, in my opinion. You know, I feel like that happens quite a bit. But um, 
definitely this is no question in the top five. So that is every single Rick Rude figure that's ever released. What is your number one out of everything? Number one, I'm torn between classic superstars and Elite 77 non-chase. Yep. I would say... I would say Elite 77 non-chase, the SummerSlam 89. I think that's 100% fair. So... Best Rick Rude figure out here. You heard it from the master. Elite 77. Regular Rick Rude. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been an action-packed episode. Thank you all for listening, and thank you all for making your way through sitting down or whatever you're doing, listening through this whole thing. Uh, I believe you can find you. You can plug your socials. I, I forget what your socials are. Yeah, you can. You can find me on Instagram at collector dot gadget, and then and uh, I also have a YouTube channel. <laughs> Which means those I, reviews back. I've been begging for them. Yeah, the reviews are coming back. Um, I've been I've been delayed on on picking up eighty six, but um, that is also collector gadget. Um, it should be. I haven't been on it probably in like a month. I'll link everything in, uh, in the description and all that good stuff. Well, anything you want to leave us off on? Um, well, we are recording this, um, ironically enough, on April 19th, uh, and it is 11.32, so we are actually 28 minutes away from the 22-year anniversary of Rick Rude's passing. Oh, so, man. I think that's a little great figure fate right there. A little figure fate right there for you. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. I'd like to thank you, Collector, for coming on here. Stash Gordon, whatever you want me to call you. So, we will be back next week. I don't know what I'm going to be talking about. Hopefully, Mattel shows us some more stuff. Because, I mean, I was kind of a little loose for content for this week. Once again, thank you all for listening. Make sure to tune in next week. If you smell what the limited edition wrestling figure podcast is cooking.